0: welcome to conspiracy what today we're getting spooky again i think this is only our third spooky episode
1: they've all been kind of spooky
0: <laughs> i'm Allie. That's Cameron.
1: That's me, as usual.
0: And today we have a good friend of ours, Katie, who is a paranormal enthusiast. Is that fair? <laughs> so as as an introduction, Katie, what is your favorite conspiracy theory? I
2: really like the Black Eyed Kids and the Men in Black.
0: And we've done episodes on those things. <laughs> cool. So, did I say what we were talking about? No, I didn't. No. Cam, what are we talking goose. about?
1: Ghosts. Ghosts. Oh a fun way to say ghost uh yeah you said ghost so we're talking about the uh waverly hills right it is hills Mm uh sanatorium sanatorium i keep saying sanitarium but that's not what it is uh yeah the waverly hills sanatorium which is this interesting place with a whole bunch of ghost stories and it's considered i believe to be one of the most haunted places in the
0: country right it's in louisville Kentucky so the sanatorium started in 1908 and then closed in 1961 it's about 60 years of being an actual functioning sanatorium
1: right and um, before that it was uh just a school it was a very small schoolhouse for the person who owned the land West. uh and that's where the name Waverly comes from is the it was the teacher i believe mm-hmm. who wanted to name it that
2: um because she liked someone's book or something
1: Yeah, because she likes a book titled Waverly. Uh, And then when they decided to build the sanatorium there, they uh, just adopted the name, kept it, and then they built what was originally a two-story sanatorium uh, rather than the giant building that it is now. It was much smaller. I think it's
0: fucking huge. Yeah. Katie, have you ever been there? No.
2: It's on my bucket list, though. Everybody that had tuberculosis, go in there and they would do whatever treatments they had at the time like put sandbags on their lung, remove lungs like entire lobes and portions of the lungs to try to treat the tuberculosis. They would have them sit on the like the hallway in the sunroom because they mm-hmm. thought that the sunshine would cure them. So they did a lot of like trial and error with medical stuff so I would imagine that there is a lot of ghosts and stuff that are trapped because of the medical treatment. Yeah, like how
0: fucking gruesome everything was.
2: Yeah, (laughs) and everything was painful and terrifying.
0: Yeah, I think the, the creepiest one for me is I read somewhere that they would surgically implant balloons in their lungs and then, like, blow them up. Like, what the fuck?
2: Right, like, who thought that would be a good idea?
0: How would that be useful at all? (laughs) So this was, like, really rudimentary tuberculosis treatment. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people probably, like, maybe, like, half died from tuberculosis and the other half died from just, like, being in a fucking horrible place.
2: Yeah, infections, I'm sure, run rampant there. Yeah. And then they had the kids staying on one floor, some of the kids were sick with tuberculosis, but some of them were kids of patients. So they had oh, all really? kids mixed in with the sick kids. That's terrible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it like a, kind of like it was its own city at some point, right? It was supposed to be like a quarantine type of, like, theoretically. So like if you go in there, you stay there until you're better. And you're not supposed to get visitors. But then if you have the children living there that aren't right. sick like that completely defeats the purpose.
2: And the hospital staff that are supposedly healthy, but they're coming and going.
0: Yeah, and then I read somewhere that there are,
2: like you could schedule a visit or something outside. I think some of it was probably also that because there were so many tuberculosis patients that the hospitals couldn't handle all of those patients. So they had to have somewhere just for the tuberculosis
1: yeah so it was an entire county that kind of got taken over um by tuberculosis uh which was i mean that was rampant for what 40 years at least something like that or longer
0: it was called the white death
1: the white death right (laughs) um and it was because of this that the original two-story sanatorium was even built and then because that even got overrun with too many people they eventually had to build like the mega building that we have now
0: mega building (laughs) yeah
1: Uh, and they, they built that one in 1924 and then they reopened it in 1926. Uh, and now it's when it kind of had like its whole community uh, and it had the post office, it raised its own livestock. Um, it had all kinds of stuff. They had a chute that went out to the rail, um, to, like railroad tracks and that's where they got a lot of their supplies and they used that later as well.
0: Isn't um, that the death tunnel? That
1: is the death tunnel, yeah. Which they use eventually because of I found- uh, all the people dying.
0: I found this photographer who did like kind of like a short trip around the creepy places in Kentucky. And she took some really scary looking black and white photos of the death tunnel from underground. It's just a lot of darkness and stone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the one with the girl supposedly in it?
0: No, that wasn't. It wasn't a paranormal one. It was just somebody who was going around taking pictures. Oh. Um, but I did also see that one with the.
1: Check in it. Yeah, and we'll talk about that one here in just a second. Just to go over it real quick, eventually the facility, as we kind of mentioned, it did uh, close. The treatment for tuberculosis was found in 1944, and they were able to slowly kind of roll that out across the country. And after they rolled it out, uh, they were able to finally, in 1961, close the whole facility. Uh, and then it would reopen as Woodhaven Medical Services Uh, In 1962 so it didn't take very long before it reopened and I do know that that's when a lot of the like kind of Not okay stuff happened as well because a lot of people say that the original facility was actually very nice very pleasant for a lot of um, for a lot of the patients there. And then the geriatric facility did things like like shock treatments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then it would, it kind of stayed open until 1981. Uh, and then that's when the state decided to close it because it had a lot of controversy surrounding it because of all of the things with the geriatric facility patients. And then eventually it was bought by a paranormal enthusiast couple. So that's kind of just like a brief overview of yeah <laughs> of what this of what this is and the history behind it.
2: And you can like pay to go on tours there now and that money is sent to like help keep it maintained and stuff.
1: Keep right. it safe
2: for tours.
0: So Katie, I think you mentioned that they said that they thought UV light would try to like they would yeah. like that would kill it. Yeah. Blah. Um yeah. And they had like the sunrooms and stuff, so they would just kind of set people in there to
2: just exist. It's sometimes like they would be there for the entire day. It'd get snowed on because there weren't
0: windows. I, I read that there were supposedly pictures of people covered in snow, but I didn't find any. Um, I hope that's somewhere out there. If anybody listening can find that, that'd you be hope great.
1: that's somewhere out there.
0: I will prove I <laughs> hope
1: that's not out there. <laughs> I really do. I,
2: I feel
0: one.
1: like I've
2: seen it before but I don't know if it was from Waverly or from a different sanatorium. But I feel yeah. like I've seen that picture at some point in my life.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that I was confused about with that one um, is, I mean, I've seen obviously sanatoriums are they tend to have like a haunted history to them just because of all of the shit that's happened there. But I haven't particularly seen the, like, the actual photos of abuse from Woodhaven or I mean from Waverly which is what I was looking for initially, or like photos that prove that kind of thing.
0: Right. Well, they're not gonna take pictures
1: of that. But other people might. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are like, uh, when you go into, what is that one out by New York, uh, Cropsey, when you go into that whole myth, um, that, that area where it was like an asylum for patients. And that one has video and photo footage, which is extremely disturbing. Yeah, And that's what I was hoping to find with this one in a, in a way hoping to find it but that's true kind of happy Didn't I
2: did. A, did a journalist sneak into Cropsey and that's how they have all that footage yeah
1: yep yeah which it wouldn't have been hard to sneak into Cropsey since the doors weren't locked and the lights were all out uh that's an unfortunate thing about Cropsey I will say Waverly sounds a bit nicer than that at least from some people's perspective but there are others that say that it wasn't
0: yeah. Right. Who put in here people's lungs would be exposed to UV?
1: Yeah. Uh, so that's what the one fuck of, is that? That's one of the things they would do as well, is they would uh, try to directly expose lungs to UV.
0: Would they cut you open and leave you in the sunlight for a few hours?
1: I don't exactly know how they would do that. I don't know if they just like stuck something down people's throats or if they cut them Ugh. open. I mean, they did a lot of weird things where they cut people open. Yeah, a lot of their methods are what lead to this, though. Like, a lot of the methods... And it wasn't just Waverly's methods, to be fair. Uh, It was a lot of doctors' methods at the time to do these different types of things, and Waverly was just one of those many places. But Kentucky had the worst amount of cases, and Waverly didn't keep proper records on how many people actually died of tuberculosis, and neither did the surrounding counties. So Yeah,
0: I read that there are 6,000 confirmed, like, on paper from Waverly deaths. Yeah. And then there's about 12,000 others that aren't really documented at all. At least, mm-hmm. at yeah.
1: Least. yeah. And but the, then you can also
0: find, like, 500 different counts of that.
1: Yeah, and the Whittingleys, who they're the people who own Waverly right now. They're the, they're the couple that bought it in the early 2000s. They said around 18,000 to 20,000 people died, is what they think. So... And then, of course, that number goes anywhere all the way up to, like, 64,000, which is a lot. Uh, I feel like that's too much. I, I feel think. like that's too much, too, but maybe. What? Maybe that's a lot of bodies down that chute. I feel like the motorized cart that brought bodies down, it, eventually you just have to slide them, oil up the concrete <laughs> a little bit, and just slide them down.
2: That's a happy thought.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it too soon? No. No. <laughs> There's also other weird ones, uh, just to finish off the methods, too, uh, like removing pieces of or an entire lung. How um, do you
0: make lung work if there's not a whole lung?
1: But you only need one lung technically to breathe. You're just going to ble- breathe very poorly. Mm-hmm. So
2: Really? Yeah. And you, you can live with one lung? Yeah. yeah. And they, they're broken into lobes. Like one lung has three lobes and one lung has two lobes. So you can cut off an entire lobe section. Oh my God. And still be fine.
1: Yeah. Theoretically. Fine. Right. Yeah. Fine. You're still alive. That's the important thing there.
2: You might need an oxygen tank, but you can breathe.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that actually, that one was funny to me because once I started reading about it, uh, they still, they started doing that again in the late 90s because the disease showed up again and the previous antibiotics weren't working for some of the strains. And they have still done it recently, as recently as 2017, they've done that as well, where they have to consistently remove parts of lungs for different cases of TB where it becomes too strong for the antibiotic. Uh, But it's considered a last resort. It was still considered a last resort in the 50s too. But because of the lack of antibiotics, they did it a lot.
2: Well, I think it's just kind of a sign of the times for the early 1900s. That the doctors really didn't know what to do with the new disease so they were just trial and error type of stuff
0: yeah which let's see if this
2: balloon works (laughs) nope next
0: (laughs) let's try removing some ribs i don't understand how that helps
1: it reminds me of the doctor who gave himself a degree and started implanting goat testicles into people that was, there's a whole documentary, <laughs> a <great> documentary called <laughs> Nuts about that. It's <laughs> phenomenal. You should watch it.
2: But why? What purpose it, did that
1: serve? It doctor? cured, uh...
2: In the erectile cancer. dysfunction.
1: It's, it was, it wasn't necessarily erectile dysfunction. It was erectile dysfunction, kind of. But basically... Lack of
2: libido.
0: That.
1: Yeah, that. Okay. But yeah, and people said it worked. People said it worked. There's a whole story with that, so I definitely recommend watching that. But yeah, I mean, you're right. Doctors <laughs> kind of just tried everything. That's just an example of that. Like People... People would believe anything at the time, too. The, the early 1900s, it was just a free-for-all.
0: Okay, I want to ask one more question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: By collapsing lungs, do you mean they purposely collapse people's lungs?
1: Yeah, so I read about this one. Um, this one's really weird. I saw the device they used to do it, too. They, what they do is um, they will intentionally get all of the oxygen out of the lungs using pressure. And then it won't like because it's fully collapsed. It'll take like three weeks to actually fully come back, and then they would collapse it again. So they did this to help heal the lesions from TB, but it didn't necessarily work. But it was a very there's no there's not a single proven record that it ever worked. But it was very common to that do. That sounds horrible. Yeah. So, sounds so painful. Yeah, I, I can't imagine undergoing that. Ugh. Yeah.
2: I can see where the theory comes from, like give the lung a rest and time to heal type of thing. Cause now to rest your lungs and give it time to heal, they intubate you and do the breathing for you. So you're, so I can see, understand the theory, but I don't understand how they actually thought it would work. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. sounds terrible. <laughs> we already
0: mentioned that there's a creepy ass tunnel that they just dumped bodies down. Um, what did you say it was originally for? Just deliveries? Oh, it was
1: for deliveries. It was for the the normal uh, use of supplies and things like that. There was a storage room down there, too, which some of the famous photos, you, you see the full storage room. And that was why they originally started putting bodies down there, because there was space. Well, they, uh, but it also leads out to the train tracks.
0: It led out to the morgue, too. It yeah. at the bottom
2: of the hill, originally,
0: before mm-hmm. they moved it
2: inside. And I read once that they used that tunnel because they didn't want to take the whole, all the dead people out the front door and yeah. just let the other patients see it. Yeah. Just yeah. Try to keep the morale up. Plus, there were so many that they were taking out that it was just kind of a constant thing.
1: Well, yeah, and this is where all of their, like, sometimes you wonder, like, how do records get skewed or whatever, but this is one of those cases where it's not hard to see why records were skewed, because they just kind of started right. dumping bodies into a basement. Yeah. So... Um,
0: I, I read that they made like a little train track, and, like, um, you call them, like, those big, like, they're, like, those big basin things, like, on train wheels. Like Indiana Jones carts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a description that
1: works. Not as fun.
2: Or um, <laughs> they're rolling boulders and stuff is there, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So they, they would like <laughs> fill the cart with bodies and then roll it down to the morgue at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, yeah, like a less fun Indiana Jones. Yeah, I, <laughs> I still though looking
1: at the pictures, like I can't imagine, like either they would have had to replace the cart, I would think, or I mean. How
0: do you, how do you get that shit back up?
1: So many oh, bodies. Hell. Well, you don't have to get it back up because, I mean, you only have to get the cart back up, but it's motorized. So you bring oh. the bodies down and then you let them out through the back.
0: I wasn't imagining it motorized. I was more imagining you just like shove a cart on wheels. Yeah, what I, no. I read
1: said that it was motorized, but I mean, again, like it looks more like it just, it'd be a better, I hate saying slip and slide. <laughs> <it's>, it, <laughs> we are not coming up with the best words here. <laughs> oh my God. It's a reference people understand. Okay. It's a concrete <laughs> Slip and slide. It's definitely a scary-looking shoot. It's just this dark tunnel.
0: Yeah, and it became nicknamed the Death
1: Shoot. The Death Shoot.
0: Rightly so. Yes. Yep. So, do we want to talk about the chick in the tunnel then?
1: Yeah. So, there's a one of the most every haunted place. I feel like has like one or two famous photos uh, that are like specifically like this is absolute proof that people say. Um, and one of those is a photo of the ghost of Mary Lee. This photo was shot by a man named Tom Halstead. He was a paranormal investigator. Um, he shot it in 2006.
2: Okay, hey, here's my thought. It's shot in 2006. Why does it look like it's like tintyped 1912 type of photography? See, that was our
0: problem with like <laughs> almost all of these fucking pictures is why does your professional photography look like this? And Yeah, if it post- was 2006,
2: 2000- it could have been in colored.
0: Yeah. yeah, black and white,
1: right? I mean, in 2006, we had cameras on our phones that were starting to get better, so... I it, could have
0: taken a better picture on my flip phone than what he took of that chick in the tunnel.
1: But, but, there is a person, maybe, in the photo.
2: Yeah.
1: It's hard to tell what you're looking at because the photo, again, like, imagine an old, like, sepia-toned Western photo, and that's what it looks like it's just this oddly colored oddly lit grainy as hell i don't know it's there's there's a person in it it looks like there's a person in it i mean i can say that for sure um he like
2: a dark-haired young girl yeah who they're claiming is this Mary person right and if you look at her picture from the records it's there's a similarity right but the pictures so grainy and out of focus that like anybody with brown hair shoulder like hair would look like this little girl
1: yeah exactly and she's so far in the background it's kind of a hard one um the the reason why people think it's someone named mary lee is like you said they found a a photo and on the photo that they found of like a just a portrait of this person from way back uh on the back it says love mary lee uh Mm -hmm. therefore she has been dubbed as mary lee but yeah it's not it's it is not the worst ghost photo I've seen. It's not the best <laughs> ghost photo I've seen. I was really hoping that it was taken in like 1960, and then I remembered that this would have been open in 1960. So that wouldn't work either. But it was taken in 2006. He did stay uh, quoted on his death on or right before his death, but uh, he said I have nothing to prove to anyone when people kept asking him about the authenticity of it. So he did Keep that secret until he died, I guess. There, there's no proof that it's fake. But and I couldn't find anything more yet. about it. Right. Yet. You'd have to find the original negative to prove that it's fake to yeah, see I whether so. or not that's what it actually looks like. And even then, that doesn't prove anything because he could have had someone with him. But that, that is one of the biggest pieces of evidence that people say. Uh, the Whittingleys use it. Uh, people who really, really believe that there are ghosts there, uh, they also use it. But yeah, okay, but what about the cafeteria? Let's go into on that one.
0: Oh, before we go into that, before I just wanted to point out that we have like I think this this whole story is funny because we have like a list of characters. <laughs> we have the nurse, an old lady, a man in a coat, a little girl, like the one the one in the tunnel, um, and a boy with a ball. Those are our ghost characters at we like Hills.
1: I the Christie novel.
0: Wasn't there a beast
2: of some sort though
0: too?
1: Oh, oh yeah, we'll get we'll get get into the beast, the creeper,
2: creeper, reminds Me of the Beast Boy from Teen Titans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Beast (laughs) be much less scary. Uh,
0: So anyway, the cafeteria. Cafeteria. Um, I read that there are like three main rooms where you get most of your hauntings. Uh I guess, well, one of them is the tunnel, so I don't know if that's, like, a room. But then you have the cafeteria and then room 502 that we'll talk about. Um, the cafeteria is pretty simple, though. It's just, if you walk through it or buy it, you can usually smell, like, baking, like, breads or cinnamon or something and, like, the strong smell of coffee. Um, you can also hear, like, soft voices just kind of conversing or... Um, Like silverware and plates plates clinking. Just, you know, cafeteria sounds. (laughs) But um I don't I didn't read anywhere that anybody had like a violent encounter at all in the cafeteria. It's more just like ambient noise.
1: But that that is an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, not all ghost encounters are violent. Actually I feel like most of them aren't violent, but yeah, that's okay. So that was pretty. Easy. The cafeteria is pretty straightforward. All right, Katie. So what about room? Room five hundred two. Room, room, room five hundred two. The ghost is stopping me from saying.
2: Well, the fifth floor is like a hot spot because I think the little boy with the ball is also on the fifth floor.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But room five hundred two, a pregnant nurse, um, out of wedlock, hung herself. But they're debating of. If they hung, if she hung herself, it was either like by a pipe that hung over the door, but they said that the pipe wasn't strong enough to hold people's body weight. Mm -hmm. Or she hung herself on the light bulb chain, but that was also not going to be strong enough. Yeah, that doesn't sound feasible at all. Or rafters, but there's no rafters in that room. But somehow this lady hung herself in room 502, and you can see her image sometimes when you walk around and another nurse either jumped or fell off the roof later after this pregnant nurse i think the pregnant nurse hung herself because of the scandal because i read once a long time ago so i'm not sure how factual this is but i read that the baby daddy was one of the doctors there and he was married and the nurse is not So Mm. it was a scandal, and that's why she just had to do it.
0: Okay. Um, I think I saw somewhere that 502 is, like, a a special room. Like, is it separated from other things, or is it just a room?
2: I think it's just a patient room. Okay.
0: I thought, like, I kind of had, like, the feeling reading this article that, like, this room was, like, on, like, a penthouse. (laughs) Like, at the very top or something, but... Maybe but no. I
2: watched like, um, YouTube channels of the sh- uh, sanatorium. They go out in 502, and it's open around there. So I think it's up high with open windows, and it's kind of a bigger room. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's, like, what you would picture now as a hospital room. I think it's a bigger room.
0: Yeah, I think it was, like, a, a nurse's office or something. Like, Yeah, not necessarily for patients.
2: Right. Maybe it was where she lived. Maybe she lived on site. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I... Let's just
0: make up our own story.
1: Well, she lives there now.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's right. Yeah, there that's you go. <laughs> it's her house now.
1: Uh, yeah, most of what I read, uh, I, I looked up a lot about it. I couldn't find any photos where people have said they've actually gotten like any evidence of the nurse. Um, but what I read is that this started on Ghost Hunters and I couldn't find anything that said it started before that. That's one thing I was trying to find. Uh, the show Ghost Hunters on. What channel is it on? Sci Fi. Travel think. Channel. Is it on Travel Channel?
2: It used to be. I hmm. think so.
1: Interesting.
0: I'm sure it's moved <laughs> many a time.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Travel I, Channel's always moving. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, read, Robert, I miss your puns. Only <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in the right place. That's all I'm good for. <laughs>
0: um, I read that like people hadn't really seen the ghosts of these nurse from 502 necessarily um but a lot of security guards that work there now say they definitely have seen nurses like jumping from windows
2: mm-hmm.
0: so i guess that's a witness account
1: i hope they're talking about ghost nurses yes, ghost and that sources. there's not just nurses there's going, no nurses working there windows. you know talking about that one thing i was going to bring up charles mattingly the co-owner of the sanatorium uh, talking about people who might be there might be ghosts. He said that one of the things that made him believe that this place was really haunted after buying it, which is interesting. um, But he said that he spent the first few weeks or months uh, chasing out what he constantly thought were trespassers, but that he kept losing them and they had to have been ghosts. That's basically what he said. And that's when he moved from being a skeptic to believing in the ghosts that were there.
0: He said he did find an old man that was living in room five hundred two, though. So
1: he did find an old man. Yeah, there thing? was
0: a there was a homeless man living up there.
1: Oh, well, he <laughs> claims that he had chased many a trespasser and they had always disappeared. So,
2: so this guy didn't believe in the paranormal when he bought the
1: place. That's what he claims. Now,
2: I like, <laughs> think it's buy it?
0: it. I think it's more of his story. Like I was a skeptic, yeah. and this place made me think it was real. You know, right.
1: So I, uh, why else would
0: you buy it except for the tourism?
1: Exactly. Yeah, and that's well, that's the thing is like I couldn't I wasn't well,
0: supposedly he wants to turn the whole thing into a, a four star hotel is his plan now. It was originally a bed and breakfast. And then he keeps adding things on like he like a museum and he wants to put in like a convention center and like all kinds of things in this building. He's got a lot of work to do. I know. I would say so. (laughs) And then, Um, like, he can never get the funding to do it, supposedly. But, like...
1: It took them two years just to remove the asbestos from this building. And now he wants to turn it into a four-star hotel. It's going to take a lot longer. But, yeah, his story is weird to me. I also found, eventually, that he was already a big member of the paranormal community. So, for him to say that he was a skeptic who didn't believe in ghosts... I don't really believe that. I think he and his wife found it. But regardless, that doesn't necessarily take away his claim of seeing ghosts there. Right, it's just a weird bit to his claim. But I don't. I mean, he's he's not the only person that's claimed that he's seen ghosts there. So I guess that also stands. I mean, it's not like the owners are the only people who claim that it's haunted. People who come in often see what's usually just described as shadow people, um, and they hear noises or whatever walking around. And it's supposed to be pretty heavy. Uh, the co-owner does say that if you go there, you're not guaranteed to hear anything or see anything. She says Mm -hmm. she can't make that happen for people, but um that it does happen.
2: Anywhere though.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well that's the You can't just
0: expect to see a ghost every time you go ghost hunting. My cat
1: sees shadow people every day. I am positive. I mean
0: you can listen to our Riverdale Road episode and watch us be disappointed. You should listen to Riverdale Road
1: because (laughs) it was at least fun. Where we actually got to go out and see something, which I would like to do for this one, actually.
0: Yeah, let's just turn this off right now, and we're all gonna go drive to Kentucky real quick.
2: <laughs> I'm down. I mean, I have I have to work. <laughs> yeah, no. no we're all That's
1: unemployed. true. None right of, now. of us have to work right now, so I can't even say no for that reason. But yeah, so we've got our the most like one of the most famous ghosts though, besides Mary Lee. Too. What floor
0: is he on? Did you say he was on the fi- on multiple the fifth floor? floors, or is he just everywhere?
1: He is a traveler. He is rambunctious. He is Timmy.
0: <laughs> I enjoy your little <laughs> comment next to it. Timmy, the ball boy I wonder. Because the only thing he does is scooch balls around um, that I guess the owners have just kind of left. Or do people bring them in?
1: Well, the balls. what I read is that it's originally claimed that he already had a ball. Is that when they came there, when the owners bought it, that he was already, he, he already had a ball. I don't know where he got it, but that's what they claim. Uh, he was there when he was alive. since then you can build well that's what people claim is that he had a ball when he was alive and then he, it kind of just has always been there but uh people bring him gifts now too they bring him various different types of balls
0: i feel like this is how you make a spirit evil
1: by you worship it balls? by
0: bringing it gifts oh <laughs> gifts specifically i don't
1: i was gonna say i don't think you can make every spirit evil like yeah, if you bring a spirit a plastic balls. ball it
0: becomes a demon <laughs> that's my made-up story for today
1: Um, I
2: watched a ghost adventures episode Where they um, Showed the ball moving back and forth Yeah, Yeah, Did we say that he's Supposed to be about six or seven years old Yeah he's six to seven
1: years old He's a wee child
0: He usually apparently If you ask him to play with the ball Or roll the ball to you He will move it at least There's quite a few videos on the internet Of this happening And I also heard that some people claim if you roll the, bell, roll the ball down the hallway, he will roll it back to you.
1: That's, that's what the Whittingleys claim. Mm-hmm. So they claim if you roll it into a dark hallway, pretty much everyone said it had to be dark. Uh, you roll it down there. If you wait a few minutes, as per what the owner said, he will most likely roll the ball back to you. So that is a thing.
2: How do we know it's not just Mr. Whittingly hiding down the dark hallway? That's what I was just thinking. That's also what I like. Hey, they're gonna go do the ball thing. He just <laughs> yes. Runs down to the fourth level.
1: I like, the they have like a
2: little mini catapult sitting <laughs> down there.
1: It is something that they claim now. The only thing is, there's like we said, there's tons of video footage of the ball moving. However, when I heard about that, I was excited, and then I went to go look up the video footage. Now it's only of the ball shifting in place, not of the ball rolling down a hallway i could not find any video footage of that right so that's the problem that i have is it does happen often enough that they know it happens but no one's ever recorded it
0: so timmy is apparently the only spirit in this whole thing that really like people see often with the ball thing or the one that actually has a solid story
1: He's the only one that has a consistent story where like, he, he travels around, whereas everybody else seems <laughs> to be faceless and nameless, other than Mary Lee, who's got one photo. No one else has any photos.
0: Do other people see her in the tunnels if you go down there?
1: I haven't heard of any other encounters.
2: Do we know what the nurse's name was or anything? Like, How did they name Timmy? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good fucking question. <laughs> that is a
1: great question.
0: <laughs> uh, what else would you name a cute little child? Timmy. Tommy. Cole.
1: I assume. I th- <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Damn, you got me. Um, they found a picture. Here we go. There's a picture of a little boy, and I believe they like. there's records showing his name was Timmy, and this is the one that people report seeing.
0: Does he have a ball in the picture?
1: Uh, he doesn't. No. He well, has a cool
0: bright. hat.
1: Though. <laughs> so there is that. Um, if I ever go, I'm going to bring him a hat.
0: I just want to say this does not look like a child from the 50s. This looks like a child from like the 20s.
1: It does look like a child from He's
0: the got 20s. like a little Newsies hat on and like some little black boots
1: and a button up. Well, I mean, he could have been there in the 20s. We don't know when he was actually there. We just know he was there. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, if he, really- he died
2: there then, and he's dressed like the 20s, then you would think he would have died in the 20s, not in the 50s. Yeah. Unless that is looks- true. Yeah, Unless like the 20s clothes were coming back into style and mom was like let's get this latest fashion
0: (laughs) But i mean this didn't even start as a tuberculosis hospital really until 26
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: i don't know i feel like they looked up sepia tone photographs of children and then picked one
1: right (laughs) well this started as a tuberculosis hospital in
0: 1910 okay or 1911 (laughs)
1: it was built it started as the big sanatorium that it is now it started uh there uh, in 1926 so i mean he could have i don't know he could have found some old clothes and then died this is not (laughs) i can't (laughs) think of better ways to say these things there's not
0: (laughs) he found some old clothes and then he died that's timmy's story now he rolled a ball in the hallway (laughs) i'm
1: sorry that i can't find better ways to say things okay
0: so that's timmy (laughs) <laughs> that is
1: Timmy. Again, there are not any actual photos that I could find. There's one photo of a door that someone says is Timmy uh, in front of the door. But if it's Timmy, he's like two feet tall, maybe. And he looks a lot like dust. So it's possible that it's Timmy, but I don't think it is Timmy. What are you
2: saying ghost I would
1: hope it's ghost Timmy. <clears throat> unless this boy's been running around alive. <laughs> That's Maybe he's just crouching secret. down
2: behind the doorway and he's going to jump out and scare you. That's why yeah. he's still short. <laughs> that's what <laughs> right?
1: All right. You know what? You got me again. That's... <laughs> he is the most active ghost, like, I guess, named ghost that's there where someone has actually noticed his movements.
0: So moving down floors, there's the fourth floor that has the operating room. Where I feel like would probably be the most haunted, since it sounds like a lot of people fucking died like under the operations,
2: right? And I feel like they'd be pretty bitter about that,
0: right? I don't know. I didn't find anything like. I feel like a lot of places have like really violent stories, like they got pushed or screamed at or some some weird readings. Um, I didn't specifically find anything about the operating room. Did you? Were you? I did not.
1: So the operating room, like we said, uh, that's where people got their ribs removed, that's where people got their lungs flattened, a lot of people That's where
0: everything failed and a, a lot, lot of people. A lot of people died. died
1: there, a lot of children died there. But what I read is that again, there's like this weird discrepancy where there are a few people who claim that Waverly Hills was actually not as nice as people say it is or say it was, and that there were actually there were a lot of like wrongdoings going on there. However, what I found is that when it turned into the Woodhaven. Uh, medical service, that's when you had a lot of really bad things happening to people. Including some experiments on children, which I didn't understand because it's a geriatric facility.
2: Yeah, what are kids doing there?
1: That's what I was wondering in the first place. Like, how do you keep that a secret? Like, no, this is Bob. He's 80. Like, do you just put, you just gray his hair out, shave his... I don't they know.
2: Button just- style? <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm glad we're so caring on this episode um (laughs) people uh so but yeah no it's it's weird because that so like moving into that it kind of moving out of woodhaven a little bit but still we're still inside the building um that's where the medical services were and that's where they did a lot of uh experiments on people and this was kind of proven um there's a lot of electroshock therapy records a lot of people dying just because of experiments for how to cure I don't know what they were looking for i don't i'm I would not guess
2: with like the electric shock um dementia and alzheimer's type stuff
1: yeah They're probably
2: trying to find cures for that
1: yeah i mean that would make the most sense i guess but they did a they did a whole bunch of experiments apparently, and they were just they just started dropping bodies into the same area that they used for the tuberculosis as well to kind of keep them out of sight. That's those are at least the rumors that I found with Woodhaven, and that's where a lot of the people say that there are angry ghosts here as well because you always have that kind of discrepancy too between like what's the difference between an angry ghost and just like a regular shadow person, basically, right? And that's where a lot of people say that that's kind of why it's so haunted is because of all of the awfulness that happened later. And that would have taken place between what, 1962 and 1981, I believe. And just to show that it wasn't a good place to be from, from 1962 to 1981, it was the state that shut it down. And they shut it down because of things that were going on. They never completely said what was going on, but that that's, was their reason.
2: So was this place like a nursing home that people willingly put their parents into? Or was it more like the old poor farms that, like the mentally unstable or the poor people that couldn't care for themselves and needed government assistance, then they would be put in a place like this?
1: I would think that it was just kind of a place that people were dumped when people couldn't take care of them anymore. So kind of a mixture almost, like... This place where, like, you have, like, patients with, like, dementia and stuff who nobody can take care of or they don't have family to take care of. And then also the people that are just too old to take care of for their families. I mean, it's not like this was exactly, like, a thriving community necessarily around that area either. So it feels like, I mean, it's hard to get a good handle on what Woodhaven was because there aren't a lot of records talking about it. You have to kind of go off of people's stories.
0: So is that... Does that go into the operating room?
1: Well, that's, that's my point, is that's where a lot of the electroshock therapy happened. And that was okay. one of the worst things that happened in the operating room. They repurposed that room for that reason. But talking about the operating room, that is where one of the scarier creatures from Waverly comes from, and that is the Creeper. Really? Creeper first showed up in the operating room.
2: Oh. I thought he was just in Minecraft. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> this is where this gets weird. So, like we said, there were apparently children in Woodhaven Geriatric Center, which some people call it that. Everything I found just said it was Woodhaven Medical Services. But, again, this was a geriatric facility, and for some reason, there was at least a boy named Richard there.
0: So this is during not Waverly. Really.
1: This is... <laughs> This is during. This is later. This is 1967. Don't think I put it in the notes. Um, I found conflicting stories, but the the one that I found that seemed to stick was 1967-ish for this tale. Uh, Late 60s. And it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but it it comes from someone named Harold Wood. I now I say that, but I found the same story posted all over paranormal blogs with all kinds of different people posting them under their own name and claiming it was their own story. So I don't know who this is actually from. I don't know where the story originated. I just know that the furthest back I could dig for it that I could find was from a man named Harold Wood. It sounds was, like
0: a Polybius thing all over. It
1: again. is kind of like a Polybius <laughs> thing where you have a story that you cannot find the beginning of. But this is about a boy named Richard who... Some people call him Shadow Eyes because he seemed to have had paranormal powers. I don't want to put it like that, but maybe paranormal powers. Um, Did you say so baby,
0: like,
2: paranormal powers?
1: No, I said maybe. Oh. Maybe paranormal powers.
2: So like when he was alive, he had these powers?
1: That's what people like, say, yeah.
2: Drew Barrymore type stuff? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah,
1: they call him Shadow Eyes now. <laughs> this is a weird story. I'm just going to say that outright because I found, like I said, I not only found the story on a lot of blogs, but I found anonymous commenters on a lot of these blogs too who all seem to have someone in their family that witnessed the same account but it never it was always anonymous and it was always just random names placed under it so it's a story so the story the story is that this kid was someone who was thought needed to be experimented on there's not a single thing that says why uh just that they were going to use electroshock therapy on him apparently he was like depressive or something like that i don't know if that's what they were trying to fix or what but they used electroshock therapy and apparently, like, the kid was crying and one of the doctors slapped him across the face. And when he slapped him across the face, apparently his anger came into the boy's eyes and then they went to go shock him with the electroshock therapy and this thing that is now called Creeper comes out like a black shadow, comes out and, like, wraps itself around the kid to protect it from the electroshock therapy and then turns to the room and yells get out, get out, go from the child, leave him now. That's a quote from Harold Wood's story. And Harold Wood said that anything that wasn't glued down uh, was basically tossed around the room. He said like books and like all kinds of stuff. And he says he's a witness to this too, that he was in the operating room at the time working as one of the nurses and that his wife was as well. He, he mentions a lot of things that are tossed around uh, like pictures and books and shelves and all kinds of stuff. It didn't sound much like an operating room. That was the only weird thing about that. Um, it sounded more like a you don't read like while you're cutting me books or something. I don't know why you'd have books in there. I don't are pictures on the walls. There are pictures on the walls. I don't These look are at really this pretty sterile clean rooms. Yeah, I mean like look at this puppy while we collapse your lung. I don't see that being <laughs> inside of the room. But Haroldwood claims that it is and he claims that he was in there.
2: If you see that creeper come out and talk to you and protect this child, how does that not mess you up for the rest of your life? well right? he
1: he claims that it did he says that he and his wife were skeptics before this happened they never believed in ghosts and then they saw this
0: i think he'd be a little more than a believer after that he right? said
1: specifically we're christians and we don't believe in this type of thing
2: that sounds demonic with <laughs> and it would be Christians believe in demons.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I thought too when I read it. And he claims, now this is the big important thing, that he did actually get a picture with it. I don't know why Mr. Wood had a camera in his hands during this electroshock therapy, but he apparently did in the 60s and he took a picture and he says that the boy was released from the facility because everyone was afraid of him after this and that they gave him the picture because of the abuse that was committed against him what
2: here's here's your consolation prize this (laughs) creepy ass picture of us abusing you (laughs) do with it what
1: you will yeah so that's
0: the origin of the creeper
1: right that's the origin of the creeper so what do we say
0: the creeper is now
1: the creeper is like this animalistic demon who roams around. Uh, mainly, I believe it's like the top two floors of the sanatorium. Okay,
0: well, where are we fucking with like nurses and shit? Like, who cares if you see a little boy rolling a ball if there's a giant animalistic black demon monster?
1: Well, what some of... If you're to <laughs> believe the random witness accounts of this story that I also found, uh, which don't, um, but if you are to, then they're... Like usually I'll take those with like a grain of salt, but these ones are so weirdly placed and they're like all written within like 20 minutes of each other on different blogs, which is funny. Um, but if you're to believe the nurse is there, then people believe that he had a demon, that that demon was just who the boy was. That's what a lot of people believed. So That's then they, saying? they let him go because they were afraid and they gave him the picture because they didn't want that, that around. Though I don't know why Harold Wood ever gave up the picture in the first place. That also means he took the photo and then developed it.
2: Right. And if the demon was the boy, then how did the demon. And they let the boy go. How did the demon come back? As just the demon and not like a boy with a demon. Yeah. And awesome. now it's staying there. Like, why
0: would it just stay with the little boy?
1: Yeah. And that's also. So the boy died die and puberty, and it was like,
0: Well, this is where I was born. I'm just going to go back there. Haunt the place.
1: Well, some people claim that he's still alive today. The boy? Yeah. I think I told you about this one. Someone claims. <laughs> Someone claims that they found the boy in a nearby city in Kentucky and that the reason why they were able to find him is because he was having an operation and his blood type gave him away. That's a quote. His blood type gave him away.
0: Did they know his blood type?
1: You can't identify someone also, like specifically how, yeah. off of their blood type.
0: But, like, first
2: of all, did they know his blood type?
1: <laughs> I don't, it didn't say what his blood type was. Yeah, like... So-
2: they didn't have the best records, so I don't feel like anybody could just go look up the records and be like, this kid was A-B negative, and so it's this guy over here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> that guy was
2: clearly, like, possessed. Well, and they claim
1: this happened in, like, the mid-2000s, so, like, you're talking, like, 2005-ish? That's years what? and years later. So they're, like, this older guy has the same blood type as this <laughs> kid from a couple cities, or, like, around here. Let's call the paranormal investigators and tell them that we've got him that's no i don't think people would do that um but that just adds to the weirdness of why the creeper is there if that were to be true i don't believe that part's true
0: i don't know i feel like that like if this thing was really witnessed enough i would never want to step foot in this building ever
1: well in the creeper but it seems
0: like people are more concerned with the dead nurses and the little boy with the ball
1: well it's because the creeper is rarely seen and that's the difference
0: that's even scarier.
1: I found a video of these amateur paranormal investigators who claimed what they caught on camera, what they called the creeper. And it was like this thing slithering across the floor behind someone. Um, and it's like, it is it is there. Um, it's like a white object slithering across the floor behind this woman while she's talking. It does look a little staged, but it's definitely.
0: <laughs> That's right. me. Earlier, Katie, you said it was like Beast Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so like, is he like a giant animal monster? Then like, it'd be like he turned into a snake so he can like slither <laughs> yeah. in the background behind people.
1: <laughs> if it was a snake, it was a very fat snake. I will say that too. I'll try and find the video and we can the maybe scary put that monster one up.
0: Snake. It's like Beast Boy, um, but a demon. <laughs>
1: uh, That's my theory. But that they claimed that that was the creeper. I've seen some other photos of the creeper. Uh, one of my favorites was just a broom handle against a door and I still don't know what the photo was supposed to be. Um, but it was outlined in red too. The broom? It, the handle and
0: was it a leg?
1: No, it was very obviously a broom up against a door frame. Hmm. And I still don't know what it, it was. But again, people who claim they see it, uh they claim that this is this one is definitely aggressive. That's what people say.
0: Well, I would think so.
1: So it's not the type of one that you want to be caught alone in a room with at all. But yeah, it's this really interesting weird story. I I don't. What what I will say is you, you hear a lot of times with stories like this. Well, we don't have the picture because we lost the picture or whatever. He didn't say anything about the negatives though, and I would assume they wouldn't have given the negatives of the photographs to the child. So I'd assume those would still be floating around. You can just make a new photo from the negatives. One of those weird bits, there. But I guess what's <laughs> to be gained from that is that there might be a child named Richard running around with a pet demon.
0: Just an old man now.
1: Or I guess yeah, he wouldn't. An
0: old man with a specific blood type. Anymore. Who is possessed The traveling demon That haunts the hill Or haunts the halls of Waverly Hills
2: I'm I'm picturing an old man From up (laughs) 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 Walking (laughs) That bird on a leash Like just down a
0: sidewalk (laughs) Oh my god If anybody that is an artist is listening Can you please fucking draw that We will pay you.
2: No, we won't. I will. Okay, she'll pay you.
0: A small amount, but I will. Oh my god. I found one more thing. It was just another small thing of, like, this security guard who said he saw a ghost hearse um, pull up to Waverly Hills in the middle of the night, like, in 2013, I think. I guess I could just read this one. I copied and pasted it. (laughs) So there was a guard who was waiting in the parking lot behind the building for a couple of the other guards to return with food. As twilight faded to night, an old black hearse is said to have pulled up the drive passed the guard and stopped next to the morgue on the first floor. Thinking he was the target of a practical joke, the guard watched as two men in white suits got out of the car, walked into the building, and came out carrying a casket. Uh, the men loaded the casket into the hearse and as they drove away the hearse vanished in with an air.
2: I feel like that's a lot of work for ghosts,
1: morticians I feel like right? it is too. Was there the sound of an engine when the hearse started back up?
0: No, I think it was, was silent and that was part of the creepy thing. But I don't know. Um, I found did that they
2: have individual burials there or did they do like a mass grave sorta of
1: situation? Hmm. I didn't I find anything about that, actually. I did not find it. I didn't even think about that. Of whether or not there's, yeah, there's a cemetery on
2: site I think.
1: Right. There is one on site but I don't think it's big enough to hold thousands of people.
0: Right. No, and it's I mean that's fair. They say they came out carrying one casket and I feel like that's really specific. <laughs>
2: did they, like I'm saying like did they put them in caskets? Yeah. If they I don't know. just threw them down the Indiana Jones shoot all willy-nilly, <laughs> would they take the time to put them in a casket?
1: I highly doubt That is a very good it. question.
2: Right. I, yeah. Just fill the bin with
0: caskets. Toss <laughs> it down the hill.
1: I would assume that because the bodies were plagued with tuberculosis, what they probably did was burn them. Most right. likely, especially back then. Yeah, I mean, even looking now, like, I'm not seeing anything that's actually... About that specifically.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look anybody. I would
1: imagine they burned the bodies and there's probably a masquerade of bones somewhere. Yeah, it's not creepy.
2: I I can believe the nurse and the shadow people and little Timmy, but a ghost hearse (laughs) and morticians is just. I feel like they have better things to do with their time.
0: Yeah, and I only found that on one thing. I just thought it was interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I found an article, like a, a journal article in the. Louisville paper that somebody wrote about this and like interviewed some people and like took the tour and stuff, but that was in there from one of the guards. Um. Speaking of that, also, um, I wanted to point out something really stupid. Uh, Fox, I think Fox News did a like a special on the Waverly Hills Sanatorium and they like did the tour and everything and like did a little paranormal. Special thing, I guess. So this this journalist that wrote that article um, with the, the ghost hearse in it uh, was like touring the facility, right? And they go in the morgue and he said that one person left and went to another room. And then as, as he was standing there talking to the other person that he was with, um, one of the, the doors, like, what do you call those? The doors that you put the bodies in? Like the little, the table that slides
2: out. The refrigerator doors?
0: Yeah, but, like, one of the doors opened and started, like, coming out towards them. And the guy freaked out and he found out that the Fox News crew had rigged the morgue so that they could make their piece more dramatic and, like, rig hauntings. Sounds about on par for Fox News. Yeah, so they, like, evidently had cut a hole in the wall on the other side so they could push open the morgue door things. Spooky.
1: <laughs> I will say real quick, I looked up uh, the cemetery in Waverly Hills. It only holds like 190 something people is so what I could find. So,
2: so don't think day. it
1: holds all of the people that died of tuberculosis.
2: So maybe um, they did need a ghost hearse and casket yeah. to get them off the site. I
1: think one at a time is uh, not enough, though. No. No.
2: Or, like, a great cart or something to dump them all
1: in. Yeah. That, bring out your dead. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, how
0: you keep morale up.
1: Thank you, Monty yep. Python, for that. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I did want to mention again like, we've talked about before um, in pretty much every episode how there's spotty physical evidence of most of these things which is funny and especially when people claim that there's more physical evidence than there actually is. But the thing we mentioned earlier how like these photos taken in like 2006 look like they were taken 50 years ago with like the horrible grain and like the black and white or even like sepia tone sometimes it doesn't make any sense. Are these people bringing old film cameras and taking ghost photos specifically just for ghost photos? Like why would you not take your professional camera and go ghost hunting
2: or even your
0: Cell phone. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> An iPhone could take better pictures. Well,
1: and again, uh, the guy who took that photo, he was a paranormal investigator specifically. Like, you'd think you'd have tons of equipment to do that. We
0: right. just took a GoPro out of Riverdale Road. It took better video.
1: Yeah, we took a GoPro and we took my uh, DSLR, but we got clear as day footage out there. I mean, you should be able to get at least something. It might be a little noisy or grainy or whatever, but should look a little more clear And it shouldn't be in a weird color, either black and white or just pure color, I would think at this point. We are pretty far into the future, especially in 2006, I would think you would have had something good enough. It's a big pet peeve of mine with paranormal stories is the lack of convincing evidence, I guess. It's mostly just going to be people yelling into a hallway and getting a voice back or something like that which usually you can't hear whether or not that voice, like you can't hear whether or not it's a voice or whether or not it's just a sound. So stuff like that does bother me. You, there are, I mean, there is video of evidence. Like we, I mean, there's, there's the ball rolling around like uh, for Timmy, but it doesn't do much other than just kind of roll or like it barely moves. Like we'll put up some videos just to show what people are saying.
2: And maybe the floor just isn't level where they're playing
0: i mean it's literally on a hill
1: and they say specifically on the fourth floor is where he's the most active with the ball which tells me that it's not the same as the rest of the floors
0: well it might be an old building too neglected and it could be like slowly sinking like kind of coming to a curve
2: yeah it's that building is trashed that's why if that guy's gonna turn it into a hotel he needs stuff I mean, the days going to have to rebuild the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, between 1981 and the early 2000s, this thing was graffitied and trashed, and people partied in it, people lived in it. It is destroyed. It's just a sham of the building it was before. It's basically just concrete now. Mm -hmm. So, it is heavily wrecked. Like, the buildings from Chernobyl look better.
0: (laughs) So, Katie, what are your conclusions on this? What do you believe?
2: I believe that Like the nurse and Timmy and shadow people very well could be there. Absolutely. Um, Not so much with the creeper guy. Yeah. Just because it's such a weird story and there's so many holes in it.
0: It's very orchestrated.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not convinced on the hearse thing either, especially since there's only one story of that and there's not other people saying, oh yeah, I've seen a hearse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it just doesn't seem feasible <laughs> the logistics just aren't there
1: <laughs> seems a bit rehearsed to
0: me. Oh. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> <laughs> yes that is what i was going to say though is that the her story for sure sounds like he like was bored at on duty at night and was like you know i can write a ghost story right i want to do that for myself what what haven't we talked about yet
1: See, we always say on the show, though, I mean, or I always say on the show, one of my favorite things about, like, lies and, like, myths and legends or whatever, even if they're not true, is that there's always something that's real. Like, it's, there's always a little bit of something that's real. Like, I almost believe maybe he saw something. You said he was a guard? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he actually did see two people with a car, and he saw them bringing something out of the building because they were taking something Maybe he just wasn't being a very good guard.
0: Maybe he was drunk.
1: Maybe he was drunk. Maybe he was on a smoke break. Maybe he was not paying attention in the slightest. And then he saw two people come out with a box. And I don't know, maybe it was dark. Maybe he actually believes what he saw, or he made up a story to try and get away from the fact that he let two people walk in and out of the building.
2: Yes, made up a story to minimize the paperwork that he would have to do.
1: Yeah
2: kind of turn a blind eye like I used to do when I did security. I didn't see anything. <laughs> At five o'clock out, nothing happened. <laughs> Everything's fine.
0: <laughs> okay, so Cam, what do you believe then? Um, What are your thoughts?
1: I just read this in the notes. Uh, I, I just read this. I didn't know it was there. The owners are charging $50 for a tour. I want to be able to shake a ghost's hand if I'm going to pay $50 for a tour. Uh...
0: It doesn't sound like they're even giving people tours. It sounds like a self-guided, like you can
1: just walk around the building. For well, four there hours. are tour guides though. Oh, really? Yeah, because okay. I watched a documentary with uh, an interview with the, one of the tour guides who was talking about it. He was talking about Timmy. So there are definitely tour guides, and I know the Wittingleys have done that as well. Well, hopefully, but it seems like you can also just go on an unguided tour too. Uh, but what I will say is that. There is some video and photo evidence, like I can't say there's not, because there is, but it, it, whether it's compelling to me, I don't really think so. Specifically, Mary Lee's photo, I don't, it, it looks faked, it looks too awful. It looks like, like we have in, like I put in the notes, like it looks like a camera from 1908. It doesn't even look like something from the 60s. It doesn't look like, I mean, like it, it looks really bad. And the, the, the photo evidence of Timmy moving the ball around, those balls, they're using like those plastic Walmart balls. People are bringing those to play with, right? And you hit that with like a slight, like slight amount of air from your. If you breathe on it your too breath, hard, it's a Right, owl. like if you if you just push some air out into the world, it's gonna move a little
0: bit. That was a very weird way to say that.
1: <laughs> but also, I mean, it could be anything. It could be the floors, like it could be like it's dimpled or whatever too, and it's just hitting those little tiny cracks and moving around. It could be that there is a 7-year-old ghost rolling around the ball as well. What I just wish I would have seen is something where someone actually rolls the ball down the hallway and then the ball comes back. That would have been at least something more. Even if it's dark and even if you could explain it away, at least there's something more, something like what they're saying. So you're a skeptic. That I am a, what you're saying. <laughs> I am a skeptic because I don't think there's anything that's compelling enough. People could see something. I just don't see evidence of it. Sounds so like
0: we need to lock myself. you in the building for
1: 24 hours. Maybe, maybe you should. But that, that might. Okay, yeah, we're curious. driving
0: him down to Louisville and leaving him there.
1: You guys have to pay a hundred dollars for me to be able to stay overnight. So. That's fine. Okay. All right. Let's we'll do we'll it. We'll split it. I will bring my camera. Let's let's do it. You can't sleep. And also, the co-owner, the man who owns this place, it's full shit. I feel like. <laughs> Because he claims he wasn't into the paranormal before they bought it, yet people knew him in the paranormal community before that. So
2: right. Well he just sounds he like he knew one of those. that it was a money making place. Yeah.
1: And they charge a lot of money for this too. Fifty dollars per like just for one tour and $100 a hundred dollars to stay overnight, they probably make quite a bit of money every year. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I'd say this is a Let's big money making venture but and, I would uh, totally
2: pay that kind of money to do it. <laughs> like that's how bad I want to go to this place.
1: I, I do want to see it. I do agree with you on that. Um, it won't be
0: worth it unless I see the creeper. <laughs> <laughs> I get slapped
2: by the creeper. Unless I get possessed by this Minecraft creature. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth my money. <laughs>
0: zero stars did not get possessed
1: I think it would almost be more terrified if like, something that looks like that, even if it was just a cardboard cutout just popped its head around the wall <laughs> that would get me for sure no um, I do think there's a lot of interesting stories with this though I will say that at least Yeah. there are, yeah. There are interesting stories I don't know if I believe the story about Richard so much No. Um, maybe there's a creeper there now but I don't know if it came from Richard so what do you believe, Allie? I'm speaking to Alex. because people can't see me, and I tend to forget that. <laughs> this um, is
2: not
0: a visual podcast. I kind of, I, I'll mix both of your statements here. I, I'm with Katie on the fact that, like, maybe the nurse or Timmy or, you know, the, the lower key ones could possibly be there. Sure. But the creeper is overtold. <laughs> I feel like they tried too hard. And the ghost hearse thing is just a fun story tuberculosis treatment was fucked up and that's my thought
1: definitely some awful things happened here that's for sure and i I can see
0: why they started things like this just based off of hearing what they did to patients in real life
1: yeah and if anyone thinks oh well there is a lot of sanatoriums that had things like this happen especially during the age of tuberculosis what one thing that you do need to remember is that this is the like prime location for the most amount of deaths kentucky had more deaths than anywhere else for the tuberculosis crisis. So this sanatorium specifically was their biggest sanatorium. So you do have a reason for ghosts to be there. I tend to be a skeptic of this type of thing just because I don't, it's hard to find like good compelling evidence. It's hard to find something that's more than just like a bug flying in front of a camera, which is one of the videos I saw, Uh, however. Have
0: you ever gotten any good evidence from? Just any ghost hunting? Yeah,
2: we went to the Whaley house in san diego Mm -hmm. and like i got nauseous and really really dizzy while we were doing our tour and our little emf reader kept spiking so i'm like i need to get out of here i'm gonna be sick so i left the tour that we paid money for (laughs) walked across the street to one of the other little shops instantly felt totally fine and then went back in to finish the tour meet with my sisters and instantly got sick again and like one of the people say that if you're sensitive to stuff, then you will get sick sometimes. We went on a road. I don't remember what the name of the road is. I don't think it's Riverdale. But we went out with one of my friends when we moved here and we did a recording on the side of the road. Like two separate carfuls of teenagers both crashed there on this bridge. Is that Riverdale Road or no? Were you guys on a bridge? Um, I don't think
0: so.
1: No. I mean, we drove under a bridge. Yeah, we drove under a bridge. There was a story there of two teenagers dying in a car bridge.
2: Like, this one had four girls in one car, I think, and then a separate car on a different, like, a year later or something.
0: Okay. okay. Three
2: or four, or more teenagers died. Because this bridge is at the bottom of a hill, and it kind of curved right there. Mm-hmm. So we were on this bridge, and we took Cole, my son with, this to his first ghost hunting thing and he had the emf reader and he was asking questions and stuff and we would get answers to all of his questions and his question was um so do you like soccer and the emf reader didn't respond at all he goes yeah i don't like it either it's dumb (laughs) and then he said (laughs) and and they said like you could hear um the indians battle drum things and we actually did hear the drums, but I feel like that was like a farm having a party. I didn't really believe the drum part.
0: Was this up like north, kind of by Thornton?
2: No, we did go to one by Thornton where there was like a runner that got hit by a car. Or something yeah, that's Riverdale Road. Yeah, that's Riverdale. Yeah. yeah, I went to that one, but this one was out like you go out by Quincy. I think it's like five mile road or something. It's oh, yeah, like 15 miles out on Quincy East. Cool.
0: Let's go up there and ask if they like soccer again.
2: Yes. (laughs) How old was he? I had a lot of visits from my mom after she died. Like I would smell her perfume. Um, I lived in their house for a year after they died and there were always cupboards slamming. People lived in my basement. They would hear people walking around when there was no one home. We had a tv turn on on our second floor and there was nobody up there, and the TV just turned on by itself. So you sound like you're a magnet
0: for these things, and we should not yeah. take you to Waverly Hills. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> or we should go back to Riverdale Road. Yeah. Um, let's do it. Let's but, do it
0: again, well, and bring Cole, since he's the ghost talker.
2: So that's. I think it happens, more people that are more open to it, and have like a more receiving energy kind of will get more experiences than people that are like, no, none of this exists. Yeah. You know what I mean, Cameron?
1: I, I do agree. No, actually, I, like, I do see what you're saying there. And I've heard that from other people before. I worked with a guy who, uh, he does this kind of stuff all the time. And he's gone on all kinds of like paranormal tours and stuff like that. And that's what he says too. Like, you just got to be open to it. And you got to be like, willing to feel the energy. I feel like I was that with Riverdale Road. I will say that. And I still... Really? disappointed that I didn't see anything. I just I opened myself up. Like I was like if I'm gonna see something I'm ready to see it. But all I saw instead was a creepy factory that has no explanation. Uh go listen to the episode to find out more about that or to find out what we could about that.
0: Play paranormal bingo. We and should we, do that yeah, again. Yeah
1: paranormal bingo Katie, which was a lot of let's go play fun.
0: paranormal bingo.
1: <laughs> I, I have always like one thing I will say with paranormal stuff is I've always wanna to go to more places. There's so many paranormal places I want to go to I've only been to like four places that are supposedly haunted. I so, just found
2: out, I was um, watching some haunting show that Jack Black was hosting, not Jack Black, Jack uh, Osborne was hosting. They went to Denver to some mansion bed and breakfast and it's like super haunted, he says. Huh.
1: So Can I'm we like, stay I there? wanna go
2: stay at that bed and breakfast.
1: That sounds interesting. Let's go. We'll have to check What's that about? out. All right, well, I think that is all for Waverly and for Woodhaven, which are the same place. There's a lot of interesting stuff with it.
0: What do you believe? What
1: do you believe? (laughs) Let us know. Let us know if you've been there. As always, we want to know whether or not you have been there. Uh, Let us know if you encountered anything there. Do you have photographic evidence? Did Timmy throw a ball at your face? We want to know (laughs) all of those things. Play
2: dodgeball.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing. If I'm going to pay 50 bucks, I want to play dodgeball with Timmy and get punched in the face by the creeper. Otherwise, I don't care.
1: <laughs> I was going to say or bring my own slip and slide but I feel like that's insane
0: <laughs> you're horrible <laughs> and with that the episode is over thanks yeah. uh, thanks, Katie for joining us yeah, thanks thank for you. having me that was fun
1: um,
0: I'm Allie that's Cam
1: uh, find us on our social medias we're on all of the social medias yes And
0: at conspiracy say what Facebook, Twitter All the podcast sites. Uh, Tell us if you liked it or if you hated it, because we like both comments.
1: Tell us why you hated it. Or don't. Or don't. (laughs) If you don't, then I'm just going to say it was me and my pods.
0: That's fair. (laughs) Okay.
1: Thanks again, Katie. And thank you all for listening. Uh, Remember to stay stitches and conspiracy.